Welcome back, you guys. Today, I want to talk about something that has been heavy on my mind. It's something that no one talks about that really goes on, really happens to you when you are manifesting the life that you want. When you are transforming your identity, when you are actively making every decision to get better, no one talks about this one process that you must absolutely go through. Now, if you're listening to me or watching on YouTube, my voice sounds really weird because I've been sick. I've been sick for like the past week. I've had a cold. Like since moving to Atlanta, I think the weather has just really messed with me and my sinuses. And <laughs> I mean, I was in Florida where it was hot all the time and I was cold all the time. And I'm like, ah. So I have like mucus in my throat and it sounds gross. But I still wanted to show up and, and record this because it's something that I, I speak about with my friends. And something I noticed that they go through as well was what I go, went through. And it's... It's something that's not talked about enough. So today we're going to talk about transforming your identity and becoming the best version of yourself. So I know a lot of us, and if you follow other creators and you follow other people and coaches, uh, especially for mindset, that tell you all you have to do is retrain your mind and change your subconscious. They're right. That's really all you have to do. But there's something that happens that you don't even realize is happening when you are going through that process. What's going on is that you are killing the current version of who you are. And the person that you are is trying to stay alive. That's the part I want to talk about because no one talks about it. When you are transforming your identity, you are killing the person you currently are. Whoever you are today, clearly you are transforming that person into someone else because you know that is not the best version of you. You know that who you are today could be so much better. You know that you have more potential. You know you got this, but something's holding you back. And it's hard because no matter how much you try to journal, no matter how much you try to rewrite uh, your affirmations, nothing's working and all you feel is hurt and pain and you're crying and you feel like there's resistance that's the part i want to talk about today and i want to talk about why this happens so this happens because you're trying to kill off who you are <laughs> and what happens when you're trying to become a new person okay let's compare it to being sick when you are sick like i am <laughs> what happens before you get better so for me, when I drink some Mucinex and I start to, you know, feel like I'm getting some type of relief, usually what happens is all of a sudden my nose just starts to run. So now I look absolutely gross and disgusting because my nose is running and I got to keep blowing my nose. And whoever's watching me, whether I'm at work or whether I'm home and with friends, I have to blow my nose all the time. Like who? Gross, you know? Um, you get redness around your nose, the, the tissue scraping your nose constantly, you're tired all the time, you're getting these headaches still, even though you're getting some relief, you still feel very uncomfortable, very congested. But the mucinex already went in, into your system, it's already doing the work, it's just it hasn't completed its job yet. It's still in the works, you just can't see it, all you see is more mucus is coming out. All the boogies are starting, you know, you have to blow your nose more. Your nose is starting to hurt. Now you're getting headaches, but then you're getting relief. All you see is the gross part. You don't actually see all the work that's being done to help you heal and relieve your sinuses by the mucinex. And that's exactly what's going on when you are transforming your identity. When you are transforming your identity, you are also making the conscious effort to change. You are working through your subconscious and you are telling it, hey, we don't like this version anymore. This is not 
who we know we can be. This is not our fullest potential. We are not doing it right now, but we want to, and we are making the effort. And you saw me go to the gym this morning, and you saw me meal prep. I am making the effort. I am going, and I am continuing to do this, but it hurts. I'm sad. I'm sad because I feel like I don't deserve this change. I'm sad because I feel like I'm being a hypocrite. I feel like I'm being an imposter. Who is this person? Who do I think I am to deserve this change? Why am I even doing this? Can I even do it? And that's when the self-doubt starts to come through. And you're looking at your vision board and you're looking at your affirmations and you're like, I don't even believe this because it's not who I am. But it doesn't matter. The point I'm trying to tell you is this is just a symptom. It is just a symptom. It is what you're supposed to go through as you're growing. You have to outwork that self-doubt. You have to outwork all that work that your current version of yourself is telling you, that current identity, the identity where it's saying, no, this is who we are, we belong. No, you gotta work just as hard, much. You gotta work even harder to tell that person, no, this is not who I am. And I'm gonna work hard to defeat you. I'm gonna fight you. And I'm gonna be the person that I'm supposed to be because I know who I am and I know I deserve to be that person because I'm doing the work. And the more work I do, the more consistent I become, the more you are likely to lose and the more likely I am to win. So I just have to show up every single day. I just have to continue to journal. I just have to continue to write my affirmations. I just have to continue looking at my vision board knowing that that is who I already am. That's it. As long as you know that is who you are already, you're going to start to put the pieces together. You're going to start to start make it happen. And when you look at your to-do list every single day, which I highly recommend you do, and you start checking it off, you're like, wow, I am that gym girl. Wow, I am that girl that meal preps. Wow, I am that girl that meets my protein goal every day. Wow, I am that girl that is no longer crying over some BS because I know I'm tough enough to handle whatever's coming my way. Wow, I know I'm that girl. That's it. That's it. All you have to do is show up and outwork your self-doubt. Show up and outwork that insecurity. Show up and outwork the current identity of who you are even when it hurts. Because the moment it hurts, the moment you feel that self-doubt, that's that version of you saying, mm, girl, I'm gonna stay. I am going to win. You're not gonna change. Like your current version is telling you that. I just want you to know that. Your current version is dying to stay. It's feeling the resistance and it's giving it right back to you. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. I wanna stay in bed this morning. Who wants to go to the gym? We don't even look cute in our gym clothes. No, girl, get your ass up, get to the gym. Whether you look cute or not, it don't even matter because you're gonna sweat anyway. Go and get yourself up and keep going. Stop letting your current identity win. Stop letting them beat you. Stop letting them defeat you. And the part that sucks the most about this, when you're struggling through mental health, when and I, I remember someone used to tell me why don't you just change your perspective and i'm like because something's hurting something's hurting inside and i don't know what it is so how do i change my perception when i don't know what's hurting me when i don't even know what idea is hurting me i don't know what identity is hurting me and that's where the work really comes in and takes even longer because now you have to t choose you have to make the decision to dive deep 
And you got to get into your journal, get with a therapist, get with someone that you really trust to talk about this stuff with, because now you have to dive deep. You have to figure out where's the root of this problem. Because there is a root. Whether you know something's wrong or not, whether you know what's starting it, sometimes we don't know. Because I know for me, I didn't know why I was depressed. I was like, what the hell is going on? Why am I crying all the time? Why am I breaking down? I would show up to the gym and I would complete half my workout and walk out. Because I would get all this anxiety. And then sometimes I would show up to the gym and I would look at it and I'd be like, I'm, I'm not going to go. So you know what I did? Retail therapy. I went to Alta and I'd buy a bunch of makeup. Or I'd go to the mall, buy some new shoes, and I'd feel better. But guess what happens when you do that? First of all, you're training yourself to have poor financial decisions. Second, you're training yourself to run. You're training yourself to run from the actual solution, from the person that you are currently trying to be. And you're not, we're not running. This is 2024. We're not running. We're pursuing. We're going after what we want. So you're not going to do that. I mean, retail therapy, look, if it feels good, it feels great. I'm not going to sit here and say don't do it. If it works, it works. If it gives you that moment of, of happiness, do it. But then don't forget where you're going. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget that you still have to show up because the future you is counting on you. She's counting on you or he. They're counting on you to show up. They're counting on you to do the work so that they can exist in the future so that they can be proud of themselves, so that they can be stronger. Because what happens when you don't? Every day that you choose not to show up for her or him, every day you choose not to be the best version of yourself is the same time, the same day you are choosing to let the current version of yourself win. It's really you versus you. So even when you're struggling with your mental health, even when you want to defeat it and you want to beat depression, beat anxiety, you have to make the decision to own your emotions, figure out what is causing that pain, why you're crying every day, why you're resisting, and then flip the switch. So I know for me, um, this is very, <laughs> it sucks because a lot of the, a lot of what happened to me was just military related. Um, I remember showing up to ranks and our LPO would be like, y'all, day hasn't even started. Yo, we have, we just got to work and we're already being told that we ain't shit, that we ain't this, that we ain't that, that we're not, you know, we're going to have to work harder than we're supposed to. Like we're already being told and fed all this negative energy. And somewhere along the line, I believed it. Somewhere along the line, I believed that I wasn't shit, that I wasn't worthy, that I sucked, that I didn't work hard enough, that I was never going to make it. Somewhere along the line, my subconscious hurt it so much that it started to believe it. And it destroyed me. <laughs> it, it caused me to really repeat those words over and over and over again and really believe that I was not going to make it really made me believe that I was a failure. It really made me believe that I don't work hard enough. It really made me believe that I'm not doing enough. It really made me believe that that's who I was. And when I looked at the current situation I was at, I was like, I don't even want to be in the Navy. I don't even, I don't even want to work in this division. I don't want to do any of this. Like I feel dumber every single day that I stay here, but I can't quit. I have to stick this out because I have a contract. And the only way out is if you get kicked out. And I wasn't doing that. I was going to stick to my commitment. I was going to stay. I was going to write it out. Do my time. 
and it hurt. It hurt that that was my environment for three years. And so I finally got a different rate and left. And what happens when you leave a ship for all my people who were in the Navy, you know, how gruesome, how exhausting living and working on a ship is. What happens when you get to shore duty and now everything slows down? Like you're used to running two miles, 200 miles an hour. Now you're running one mile an hour. Now all those thoughts start creeping in. All that self-doubt that was created out of nowhere. All that self-doubt that was created out of nowhere. All that whole identity that I didn't even welcome, that I didn't even create, was created for me. And now I'm depressed and I'm crying all the time. And now I feel like now I'm slowing down. Now I don't like I don't even know what to do with my time. Everything's just weird. Like short duty was hard because now I'm now I'm decompressing, but I can't adjust. Like I'm struggling. I I was told I didn't work hard enough before. Now it's like, wait, is, is it supposed to be this slow? <laughs> Am I supposed to slow down? Am I allowed to? And it may be different. What triggers someone's depression for everyone is different. I know for me, um, it wasn't just being trained and listening to all this negativity every single day. It was also that it didn't make me feel uncomfortable when I would hear it because deep down everybody thought it was true. And that's the part that I had to really accept and own that it wasn't what someone else put into me. If anything, like, I already believed that. And when I heard it from someone else, it, it all of a sudden made it real. And when you train yourself in, in a negative environment and you continue and you continue and you continue to listen, you become that. So what happens when you're trying to retrain yourself so that you're not in this negative headspace anymore? So that you have nothing about positivity, you have freedom, you are able and you have the mental clarity to pursue what you want and do what you want. What happens? Now you're resisting yourself because you don't actually know what that freedom feels like. You don't know what it looks like. You don't know how to talk like that person. You don't know how to walk like that person. You don't actually know when, and, and I have a preview, another podcast where I talk about this. Um, when you learn to love yourself, you be, you create boundaries. When you learn to love yourself, you create boundaries. Those boundaries, every time you stop someone from crossing it and you, you push them out of your life, you are showing yourself you love yourself. So a lot of the times, what it means to love yourself is taking action. Like it could be doing your nails. It could be getting your hair done because you want to. And you have to make sure that you emphasize to yourself that it is an act of love that you do for yourself. So when you're starting to retrain your mind and you're going through this path and you're like, this is hurting and like, it's like, part of me is resisting like i see the change that i want to be i'm looking at my vision board every day i know i can become that but why is this hurting why does this suck why am i crying all the time why why am i not believing like why do i feel like my dreams are so far away like i can't obtain it it's only because the current version of yourself believes that and, she, and that person is trying to stay and infiltrate your mind and literally stay they're trying to set up camp in your the new version of yourself and that new mindset they're trying to set up camp to stay and they're trying to burn off all your new beliefs they're trying to burn off all your new trees they're trying to burn off your new village they're trying to keep them from coming in and helping you be better so when you i like i oh my god i cannot emphasize this enough 
when you are transforming your identity, you have to keep in mind that the current version of yourself is trying to stay. It is fighting. It is fighting to stay. It wants to stay. It wants to take over. It like it cannot fathom leaving you. It's like the mucus. It want it wants to stay in, in, in your throat because it's warm and it can create more. But when that mucus comes in, when you tell your subconscious enough is enough, it starts to do the work. And things are gonna feel a little worse for a little bit, just for a little bit, because you know, the bacteria is resisting. It's resisting and it's trying to stay. But then what happens? You take another dosage, right? Because when we're sick, we're sick for a few days and we can't sleep. So guess what? We take more NyQuil, we take more Mucinex. And you take another dose. So when you take another dose of your new affirmations, when you take another dose of those new actions you're taking, when you take another dose of happiness, of smiling, of choosing your new identity, you are telling that bacteria, yo, you're telling that current version of yourself, right? Uh-uh. We ain't staying. You're going. And I'm staying. because, And, and I'm working. And I'm doing what I got to do. And sometimes... To really help yourself get there, you have to really keep a log of all your accomplishments. I remember when I got out of the Navy that first year, I made so many mistakes. It was the hardest year because I was shutting off the identity of a sailor. I was no longer a sailor. I was a civilian. I was changing my career. Everything was changing. Everything. I felt like I had no purpose anymore because I no longer had a job. I was in school. And... I made mistakes and I had a friend of mine who was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you know, you're a whole ass woman <laughs> who was in the Navy. You drove an aircraft carrier. How many people get to say they've done that? How many men haven't even had, like, they're too scared to even join the military, but you did that. And then you go to a three letter agency and then you have the guts to leave and start over for a career that's probably not even going to happen for you. Like, like the guts that you have, like the, the, everything you've done. I mean, you made rank first time up every time. You have accomplishments that, and, and to like allow this other person, to allow this negativity to affect you, it's not like you. So like, what are you doing? Like, how did all of a sudden you were up here... <laughs> How are you up here and now all of a sudden you think you're down here? Like you're not down here. And that's the thing. If for anyone that's starting over and watching this video, if you're going to take anything away from me, take this. If you are starting over, you're not starting over from the bottom. You're starting over from a new tier. Because whatever journey you were at, just prepared you, gave you necessary skills that you need that is probably going to translate over to that new career, to that new spot you're at. So when you are starting over, you're not starting over from ground zero. You're starting over from now level 20. And that's where I was. And that's where I was stuck because I thought I was all the way back down to zero. And truth is, I wasn't. I was at level 10. I may be at zero at the new career I want, but I'm at level 10 because I already have a level of resilience that no one else has. I already have a level of discipline that no one else has. I already have achievements that help me overcome that self-doubt that everyone else is still trying to figure out how to overcome. So when you're starting over, when you're creating a new identity, I highly urge you to write a list of the accomplishments you already have. I don't care if that is all you did was graduate from college. That is a major accomplishment. I don't care if all you did was graduate high school you made it to the end of high school. There's kids that don't. 
There's people that die. There's people that commit suicide. There's people that are going through crap that they're not fulfilling anything. They're not completing it like their goals. So especially if you come from an area like I did where I grew up in Philly. Like I didn't I wasn't in like the hood hood, but I grew up in Philly. I could have dropped out. I could have had a completely different trajectory in my life, but I didn't. So even if your accomplishment is just that you graduated high school, that's still an accomplishment. You still made it somewhere. You still completed something. And knowing that you completed something means you could complete something else. That means that you can get that job interview and actually get the job. That means you can actually go out there and read. I mean, you have a skill. I know that sounds so dumb, but you have a skill. You can do something. You can write papers. You can write books. You can read books and <laughs> for a living, like audiobooks, right? Like you have a skill set to take you somewhere. So don't downplay who you are. Don't downplay what you've done. Don't downplay where you're going because you are going somewhere. But you are the person that's going to choose where that, that is. Is it going to be the same role your current identity is taking, keeping you down, slowing you down? Or is it going to be the road of the highest version of yourself where you're choosing that, like even though the beginning is a little resisting, you know, like it's, you're, you're going and, and you're feeling the pushback, you're still going. And you're going and you're going and you're remaining consistent because you know that at the end you're going to be happy and you're going to think that version of who you are today because you've made that decision so when you feel that resistance and you feel that that pain and you feel like crying feel it don't ignore it because chances are when you are feeling it there's something that you haven't let go of yet so let yourself feel it let yourself go through it let yourself feel that pain because all you're doing every time you cry is you're letting it go and you're moving forward. And it sucks. Oh my God, I know it sucks. Like, I don't like feeling my emotions either, especially when they're really intense and they're all sad and whoopy. But at the end of it, there's a rainbow. At the end of it, I feel like I got a weight lifted off my shoulders. At the end of it, I feel like, like I'm cleansed in a way. Like, it's cathartic to cry. So let yourself cry. Let yourself feel it. Let yourself emote. Let yourself be human. And don't forget that while you are transforming your identity, you're going to meet resistance. You're going to meet pain. And it's going to look ugly before it looks good. Trust me. But the good part does come. So that's all I have for today. I hope this message really resonated with some of you guys. I hope it was helpful. God, I hope it was helpful. And if this is you, this is something that you're struggling with, I promise you're going to get over it. Like... And I, what I, I know that sounds a little harsh, but you will move on from it. You are going to make it. Like, I promise you, you are. You just have to believe it and you just have to choose it and you just have to keep going. That's it. That's, that's all that's required of you. Make the choice and keep going. So if you really like this episode and you want to hear more and similar stuff to this, feel free to leave a comment, leave a like. I really want to know if you guys are enjoying this content and it's helpful because that's really all I strive for. I really want to create stuff that's really helpful and empowering, especially because I've been there, so I know exactly what it feels like. So I hope this helped. I hope you guys have a good one. And stay tuned for more episodes. I'm going to be working on dropping them weekly. And check out my YouTube channel if you're listening through the podcast, because <laughs> uh, I basically post video versions of this. So thank you for listening.
and I hope to see you soon.